This is the Data Center Frontier Show, where we tell the story of the data center industry and its future. Our show is hosted by Rich Miller, the editor of Data Center Frontier. This podcast is brought to you by T5 Data Centers. And now here's Rich with our show. It is deal time in the data center industry. Yes, we have data center merger mania going on. Everybody's talking about it, and so we'll be talking about it too today on the Data Center Frontier Show. I'm Rich Miller. I'm the editor and founder of Data Center Frontier, and today we're going to be talking about two deals, one that happened and one that didn't. The deal that happened, of course, is Digital Realty's acquisition of European co-location and interconnection provider Interaction for $8.4 billion, which is a record transaction for the data center industry. There's also the deal that didn't happen, and that involves Cyrus One, one of the largest players in wholesale uh, data center uh, uh, business. Cyrus One has been the focus of takeover rumors for a number of weeks amid reports that it had been approached by potential buyers. In its earnings call for the third quarter, uh, Cyrus One said that it will remain independent, that it has seen the offers and decided that its best uh, path forward is to uh, reject all the offers and continue as an independent company. Both of these deals have some strategic implications for the data center industry. So let's start by talking about uh, Digital Realty's big, uh, big announcement and what it means for its business. So buying interaction helps digital realty in a couple of important ways. The first is in geography. Europe has become one of the most important markets for growing data center companies. Interaction has established data centers in 11 different major markets. They have 53 carrier neutral data centers. So this sort of provides an instant footprint across much of Europe for digital realty. Now, there is a particular strategic importance in Interaction's uh, position in what's known as the FLAP markets. That's F-L-A-P. It's short for Frankfurt, London, Amsterdam, and Paris. These are viewed as the most important growth markets, both for enterprises and also increasingly for the huge hyperscale customers that are looking to build out footprints for cloud computing and social media. Interaction is perhaps the largest player in the Frankfurt market, which is uh, the leading uh, business and financial hub in Europe, and also has substantial operations in both Amsterdam and Paris. This is particularly interesting to Digital Realty, which has a very large footprint in London, uh, but is really uh, just getting started with its uh, footprint on these other cities on the continent. So it's a good fit Uh, in terms of geography. Also, uh, obviously, Interaction has data centers in a number of other countries across Europe. Both uh, Digital Realty and Interaction have uh, data centers in Dublin. Uh, They they both operate facilities quite near one another in the western suburbs. Uh, And Dublin has really become uh, one of the largest hyperscale markets in Europe. So when a lot of people discuss the, the key European markets, Some talk about FLAP and others talk about FLAP D, adding Dublin onto the end. The other important strategic point here is that 
Interaction has been a major player in the interconnection market in Europe. Uh, interconnection, of course, is uh, you know the network connections that tie the internet to the, together. Uh, the internet is a network of networks, and the physical connections take place inside data centers operated by uh, companies like uh, Digital Realty, Interaction, and Equinix. Digital Realty has been slowly building its co-location and in interconnection business over a series of years. Uh, it started when they acquired 365 Main a number of years back. Uh, 365 Main was named for a uh, data center at that address in downtown San Francisco, which is entirely uh, co-location customers. Uh, when Digital acquired that, it got into the co-location uh, uh, and interconnection business. Uh, it built upon that with the acquisition of Telex uh, a couple of years later. Uh, Telex has a, a, a widespread network of interconnection centers in uh, the um, sort of carrier hotels in the central business districts of major business markets across the United States. Interaction helped Digital Realty extend that uh, uh, that co-location and interconnection focus to the major markets in Europe. And so it really begins to round out the offerings that the digital realty has. There's also a future component of this deal, which is that the uh, interaction owns land uh, and expansion capacity in many of the markets where it operates. Uh, that's something that digital realty can certainly take advantage of uh, and it gives it the option to deploy either co-location or wholesale data center uh, uh, footprint, depending on what the customer preferences may be in a particular market. Uh, the final strategic consideration uh, is one that deals with both geography and interconnection. And that is the fact that uh, Interaction has built an important gateway to future markets in uh, Africa and the Middle East with a, uh, a data center campus it's created in Marseille in the south of France. Uh, because of its uh, connection to uh, cable landings, uh, Marseille is seen as, as an important gateway to these uh, markets in Africa and uh, the Middle East. And uh, Interaction's presence there has gotten a lot of attention from companies that are interested in positioning themselves for future growth in these markets. Another thing to note about this deal is what it tells us about the landscape for competitive mergers and acquisitions. There's been a lot of an interest in the data center industry by some of the world's largest investors. Uh, this includes uh, global infrastructure funds and sovereign wealth funds, which tend to have deep pockets uh, and a, a long investment horizon, which makes them uh, interesting people to compete against if you're uh, bidding for an asset. There's been uh, a, a thesis in the data center sector that the valuations for deals have been rising, partly because the uh, infrastructure funds and sovereign wealth funds, these, these large global outfits, are able to bid more for them and it can be very competitive in uh, an auction style of competitive bidding. So when there are more than uh, a couple of parties interested in it, uh, they tend to have an advantage. That's the thinking anyway. Digital Realty is what's known as a strategic uh, bidder in that they are an operating company that's looking to add extra capabilities or you know expand into new geographies. 
those are the usual uh, uh, structures that you see in these kind of deals, the two reasons that people would expand. By buying interaction, digital realty has shown that these strategic players, uh, the publicly held data center companies, can still compete in the M&A landscape and they can win. That's uh, something that's important to keep in mind going forward as we haven't heard the last rumor about a data center company being in play and uh, possibly up for sale. But as we see this week, those reports don't always turn out to be uh, to wind up in a deal. We'll talk a little bit about Cyrus One when we come back from a break. I wanted to take a moment to give a special shout out to T5 Data Centers, which is sponsoring today's episode of the Data Center Frontier Show. T5 is a leading data center owner and operator that has built more than 4 million square feet of data center space and currently operates over 550 megawatts of mission-critical infrastructure. T5's purpose-built design, superior facilities management, and construction services platform have been perfected through decades of experience delivering world-class data centers to many of the world's best companies, creating the foundation of T5's forever-on performance. T5 is committed to recruiting and retaining the best data center talent in the industry, with more than 60% of its operations team having served in the military and achieving a retention rate of more than 88%. If your company demands forever-on, Demand T5. Visit www.t5datacenters.com to learn more. We are not currently pursuing a sale of the company. With those words, Cyrus One CEO Gary Wotajic put to rest months of rumors about the future of the company. There has been media speculation that investment firms have approached Cyrus One's management and offered to buy the company. There have been additional media reports suggesting specific names and even that the possibility that other rivals in the data center industry might be interested in making a bid for the company. In its third quarter earnings call, the leadership of Cyrus One sought to put all those rumors to rest. Here's a quote from Mortagic. We remain focused on our strategy and creating long-term shareholder value. We do not intend to have any further comments on the recent media reports and market rumors. This probably shouldn't be a surprise to anyone who has closely followed Cyrus One in its interaction with the analyst community. Uh, Wotajic and his team have time and time again come back to the long-term future of the data center industry. They've been among the most optimistic players in terms of looking at the road ahead and particularly the appetite for data center space from the hyperscale and cloud computing firms who, according to Cyrus One, are going to need gigawatts of capacity in coming years. With that being the case, it's not a surprise that they see some a long-term benefit and are looking forward to managing the company into that future. But that doesn't mean that the data center merger mania is going to be ending anytime soon. 
there's been additional media speculation about several other companies in the sector that may be undergoing some sort of sale process or evaluation of options at the very least. Uh, specifically, Internap, which is one of the privately or the publicly held companies, rather, has revealed to analysts that it is uh, working with strategic advisors, hoping to put together some sort of business combination that can allow it to scale up and uh, have a better opportunity to compete with some of the larger players in the business. There have also been, uh, you know, buyout rumors about several of the other uh, regional data center firms that have networks of uh, data centers, primarily in, in second tier cities. Uh, both TierPoint and EdgeConnects have been mentioned as companies that um, may be of interest to acquirers. There's you know, no official comment from either company, and there's any number of uh, other possibilities out there. So the bottom line is that the data center merger mania is not going to be ending anytime soon. We'll keep you posted as things move forward as we continue here at Data Center Frontier Show to tell the story of the data center industry one podcast at a time. Thanks for listening. Today's podcast was brought to you by T5 Data Centers. Contact T5 today and begin a conversation about how T5 can accommodate your custom-built data center facility. Learn more at www.t5datacenters.com. T5, forever on. Thanks for listening to the Data Center Frontier Show. You can find the show notes for this episode at datacenterfrontier.com slash podcast, including links to the resources Rich has mentioned. Be sure to subscribe to the Data Center Frontier show at Apple, iTunes, Spotify, or where you find your podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, please tell your friends or share about it on your social channels. You can always find us on the web at datacenterfrontier.com and follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Until next time.